Hello, all you reflectors out there in isolation land. This is the Isolation Reflection Podcast, the podcast about songs getting us through isolation. I got that down pat now. That's how it goes. (laughs) I am your host, JB. Hey, I would really love it if you followed me on Instagram at JuiceBoxSays. If you like this podcast and what it's about, if you like stories and music and meeting interesting people, there's some cool things coming up, some things I'm going to announce on my Instagram, at says. Follow me on there. Say hi. But right now, I'm going to say hi to my guest today in our interview. This is Ciara Lindsay, who is a black activist and artist locally here in Portland, and we dive into the subject of what, of course, she's been up to this last year and what it looks like when you lose your full-time job because it's involved with the travel industry and you have a passion for social justice and are an amazing artist. I'm so excited to share it with you. Here is Ciara Lindsay. All right, I am on Zoom with illustrator, storyteller, activist, and my pal, Ciara Lindsay. Hi, Cece. Hi. No one calls me Cece anymore, and it makes me really sad. That is sad. I mean, typically it used to be like, people would just catch on and they'd call me CC on their own. And I think what makes me sad is like, no one, no one calls me CC on their own anymore. <laughs> but when people do call me CC, I know, I know, I know you from deep, you know? Yeah, well, that's good. We know each other from deep. From, oh. from the uh, job that I have avoided mentioning the name of this entire podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But yeah, we used to work in fashion together. Let's say it that way. We, we did work in fashion. <laughs> fashion. <laughs> I actually have I actually have like one of the t-shirts oh yeah. I have I have this that I covered up the part that <laughs> said the thing <laughs> Anyhow, you can talk about that yeah off the record off the rec um how are you I'm there I'm here I am doing as well as someone could do in quarantine with no job yeah which is fine I didn't know you don't have a job now. Yeah, I got laid off from Airbnb with like 90% of my office in May. That makes sense, Airbnb. I didn't even like run it through my head of where you've been working. Yeah. 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 Um, And then since then, I've been doing like social justice work and working, uh, working in basically running a, a nonprofit since like June. So technically, I don't have a job, but the government pays me to be an activist. Can I say that being recorded? <laughs> yeah, I think you should. I think it's technically. Uh, hopefully, that's hopefully we all could start to do that. <laughs> you know, I'm taking advantage of the system that I'm I'm put in. I guess. Yeah. You know. I'm one of those that the white people say that they're the ones taking advantage of the system. Well, bitch, I am. Good, yeah. But you're doing it for, like, all the right reasons. That's Exactly. Great, and yeah. my black ass gets to. I get to. You should, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then, so yeah, you, I, wow, you lost your job. And then, um, yeah, like, catch me up. Because we keep trying to, like, connect, and then we just oh. never did. And then you, like, I bought, like, the sticker that you made, the Do the Right Thing sticker, um, mm. has has quarantine and, like, isolation been helped to, like, help you focus on your art um, and what you want to create, or is it difficult to create? In this? It's, 
It's such a good question. Um, I think when it first started, I, uh, it just, everything was just so new, you know, like everyone's world was new. And then I got laid off and I was sad for a day. Like literally I was sad for one day and I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, I can be an artist. Like realistically, my job is like paying, you know, is, is paying for our, for my insurance for the next year. I, I will have unemployment for a while. The, the quote government is going to be giving me some sort of <laughs> uh, financial help, which I'm laughing at because it's not guaranteed, but um, regardless, like I, I at least had like six months to a year of, of, of open free time, you know, that like, it was like, it, it, I almost felt like it was like a gap year that like, I was one of those like privileged kids that like mm. out of high school, I could just like do whatever I wanted <laughs> and like find myself. And I you was can't like, you travel know. and you can't hang out. In <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly. So, so not really privileged. I knew, I knew my place. Um, but I, I, I realized like I had I realistically did have time that I could focus on me mm-hmm. and I didn't have to do it like in my spare time. It didn't have to be a hobby. It could be something that I was like focusing on working on. And then um, I got about like three weeks of that, that like <laughs> bliss um, with, with, of thinking like, oh, wow, I can, I just, I have no time. I the, the the worst thing that was happening in the world was you know co- was COVID, and then George Floyd died, mm-hmm. or murdered. Let me correct myself. Was murdered, and we we were like thrown into this other situation that we had no idea what to do with, and mm-hmm. that I think is what like actually inspired me because I was already on that track of I can focus on being an illustrator. Like I I can I can be I can be those. Uh, those kids that like get that free time and have some stability under them where people are taking care of them for them to be able to make mistakes and fail a bunch um and uh, to get themselves on their feet and um so I, I was already kind of like in that state of mind and then the civil uprising started and um I became like in completely immersed in um in this work and this like social justice and like learning a lot about it and my place in the world and my place in it and so then then that's what that's really what inspired my um my do the right thing sticker um and like what I was doing with that was like I I didn't sell them I um I posted them I posted on my Instagram and said like I'm giving these away all you have to do is send me your uh, your mailing address, whatever you're comfortable with me knowing, um, and a receipt, like some sort of like yeah. receipt that you donated to something or you are involved in Black Lives Matter or some something that's a part of this world to make it better. And and then I'll send this to you. Uh, and then I made a little handwritten thing and it was really cute yeah. and I loved it. I was like really feeling it and feeling myself in this. And um, I got those sent out and started to do a lot more with this group, this nonprofit that I was running and the world and that group and everything just continued to spiral into this huge knot for me. And the creative part of my brain 
got smothered again, mm. you know, like I've been, I've been working for corporations since I was 17 years old. Like I only know that. And so, and to be a black queer femme raised by a single white mom in a place that like only conditionally accepted me, um, that I didn't like consciously know, but I knew I wasn't gonna get those things. Like I always smothered that creative part of me, always, always. Mm -hmm. And um, and unintentionally, but with the narrative that I was taught and told about myself, that like, you don't get these things. You see all these other people that don't look like you get the things. You see people that look like you struggle to get the thing and never get the thing. And so just being a part of like this world and really like, now we're talking about that. We're talking about that narrative. And I uh, I got so wrapped up in that. And I still feel, you know, wrapped up in that. Cause what progress really have we made on that other than we continue to talk about it, right. which is great. Um, I, uh, I, I smothered that. And th this was me doing it really to myself. I mean, at this point, it's it isn't the, you know, the corporation that I work for taking all my time and like taking all my, my brain focus. And I, I am smart enough to be able to like use the right side of my brain and the left side of my brain. I have that gift, but it also like takes so much energy to be on, um, on that creative side um, that with all the focus that I've been, you know, putting into understanding more about like what we're doing in this world and my place in it and where I'm safe and where I'm not safe, which is many places that I actually didn't know before. Like yeah. there's so many new things that I feel like I've had to center myself around that I, I lost all that momentum that I started in this quarantine, lost all of that. And it's been my work recently to like figure out where that motivation is and having the desire, this is what I'm learning, is that like having the desire is different than having the motivation having the desire it like feeds feeds you a little bit like knowing knowing like i have this in me and i want to do this this is like a innate inside of me but having the motivation to do it mm -hmm. and what what also like contradicts that motivation surrounds me all the time it surrounds me all the time, which is it's, it's, it's funny to say it like that when you're like always in your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what's actually surrounding you. And it's like the news, all the media, my brain, the yeah. organization that I've been working with, like all the outreach that we actually do to like see see all of this. And it feels like uh, I have I have to find that refocusing and knowing that like I can center myself and center those things and really try to find where that creative cre that creativity like lives in me and also like can live amongst the other stuff and that's where I'm that's where I'm struggling and yeah. and present with very present with yeah it sounds like it and like connecting those two things I think you're getting money from the government and like that's the new corporation you work for that's like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's you know Ooh. that's and like you haven't you know and that's the that's the thing that doesn't motivate us is like it's hard totally. when you're doing like activism or art and like and you see the small wins but like it doesn't yeah like you said like we're still talking about it that's a win but it's like why can't things change change so like it totally makes sense as like a black queer like femme artist that you would feel 
yeah like tied up in a knot because like mm. you're putting it all into that and like you're giving your creative force but like the corporation of america is like mm. not changing enough um to just, yeah. you nailed it you nailed it you nailed it i just i just oh. added the two things you said together um gosh we're such a good team <laughs> yeah that's interesting yeah um so like yeah that and that's where i think so many people like that are creative people yeah it felt like at first it was like we have all this time mm -hmm. oh my gosh like i can just like pour in and then like free time i was i was like i'm gonna write a netflix series like i'm yes <laughs> yes all those things and then i was like nah i'm just gonna have a complete mental breakdown yep yeah, yeah. I did like an intensive online therapy and then like started a podcast and I'm just like just so I can talk to my friends about music <laughs> but like that's but see okay that that is where that's that's inspiration for me and that's motivating for me because you're you're taking that and this is what I wish I could do and that what this is what like my very sweet very sweet white friends tell me to do uh, in, in terms of advice where they're just like but take that use it and I'm like I don't know how to fucking do that. Like yeah. it, it takes so much to like, it, it isn't just, and I'm going to get back to where I think this is connects, but like, it isn't just like using that and you, like, and then moving forward and creating something out of that. Like what, what people that aren't creative or aren't art, you know, artists, creatives, same one and the same, I suppose. But um, what we do is re-experience those things that we need to express we have to re-experience that to be able to express it to be able to get it into a different form mm. which is therapy which is healthy completely um and i think like i think for me the the reason that it's been hard for me to um bridge that and use that to create is because i never get a break from it I never get a break from what I need to express. Yeah. I never get a break from it. The world does not give me a break from it ever, mm. you know? Um, but what I, but what, but what is motivating for me to hear you is to, yes, I had the mental breakdown. Um, but what I, but what I'm doing with it now is like, let me utilize that time because what I need, what I need to do is talk to my friends about music and about ourselves and about how they're doing and catch up. and use that as my creative platform that's what you're doing that's what this is okay. like you're being able you're, you can, yes you're, <laughs> you're doing the right thing um but it is that it's like how can i take this and create from it like how can i bring something out of this because that's like a lot of what destruction is for is to like clear away all that bullshit and start new that's why fires like bring new life mm -hmm phoenix whatever whatever other analogy metaphor we want to use like when you when you when you clear everything out and start over that's when you can actually you have to create you have to create from that space um and you're being but just being able to be a part of this is like also inspiring too because you you did like even if it's just like i'm going to all i'm going to do is just record my conversations with my friends about their songs like that's a thing and mm -hmm. it will evolve and i love being a part of it i'm glad you're doing it i'm glad does I'm it, glad does it feel finally. yeah oh i know i'm gonna interview you now um <laughs> do, do you feel like you've felt like this 
process has helped you through this too and like helped your creativity for sure like it helped has helped my creativity a little bit but it's also just helped my perspective of like um so I feel like we all have like struggled at different points during this past year and like mm -hmm. at different levels and in different ways. And like, I don't know. So it's been a nice like equalizer of like just hearing from different people and like really embracing like that, that we're all living out these stories and this time. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be like this year more than a lot of years in our life is going to be so memorable it's just been interesting to hear people's stories and like i love soundtracks so like it's like so i want to hear the soundtrack to their stories and so it's been really cool and like i have a running playlist of all the songs that people have and like it so it helps me like connect to those people you know i love that back through it and like yeah no it's been really cool like so yeah, I, like I'm kind of working on like a creative thing in my brain that like kind of continues the idea of like soundtracking people's stories um, that I think will go beyond like the isolation element that hopefully fingers crossed like won't be forever. Um, <laughs> but we'll yeah. see. Um, right. <laughs> Nothing feels real anymore so it's like even even hearing temporary for now vaccine right. i'm like yeah 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 sure, sure, sure. yeah like nothing I, is going back to any kind of normal whatever i know was. finally like people have stopped saying back have to they normal. stopped i don't know yeah, i'm I saying know. i started saying like in the after times like because okay. they said like the book you've been saying like the before <laughs> times i was like in the after times and it's like this yep. yeah that's how we have to even even like re like rewatching because who hasn't been rewatching shows? Um, I like to do that anyways. But even just like mm -hmm. looking back at it now, where you're like, the the perspective we have on things, and like being able to like watch what our lives looked yeah. like before and now what we have. I was watching the show. I'll briefly do this. Um, I was watching this show on HBO and it's with um Anne Hathaway, the Anne Hathaway. Um okay. and and it's about the quarantine. Like it she's oh. in it it's like the first show that's actually taught like a not it's not a sitcom, it's kind of a drama, but like reflecting what the what life is what and like, like right the, now, yeah. yeah, the things that we're thinking about and like I'm like, what TV is going to look like after, or like our media and our content and our art, like what that, like how that's going to be influenced by our new ways of thinking and our, and what has, what trauma has affected our new work. Yeah. How many ways of living? quarantine romantic comedies do you think we'll get in the next decade? <laughs> uh, and our dramas, yeah. because people are hardcore breaking up right now. Oh yeah, I don't know anyone who hasn't broken up. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. So uh, much. All right, let's get to one of your songs. What uh, okay. which one do you want to play? I don't know. I feel like because one of my one of my things is a is a lo-fi option. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and I feel like both things are very different. Like how I'm going through this quarantine was like thinking about this was actually very hard for me to think about um, because everything has been it's I, I'm listening to music and in, in taking any kind of media much differently than I right. had before and so music has just been all over the place I was like looking at my Spotify uh, list for 2020 oh, yeah. and I was like this is like basically what 2019s look like like very, very similar Mm -hmm. Um, because when I was listening to music, I was, I was using the like on repeat app or um, app um, playlist that they make. So I was just like, I've been, I didn't have to think about it. It was music that like I knew, and I'm sure most people play music for this reason, but like I listened to music to either put me in a, um, in a rhythm or continue the rhythm that I'm on you know like when you can't yeah. like I think I've like put words to this before but like you know when you like really want to listen to something you like need music but you cannot think of what to listen to yeah. it's almost like your body's like I need a rhythm I need a something but like you can't put your finger on what you need and um, I think that like I kind of went on like autopilot doesn't feel like the, the right term but with music I just went into that. I didn't search for anything. I just like put that on because I knew the things in there were either like upbeat and like some weird like guilty pleasure pop music. Ariana Grande. Um, (laughs) But I I would never listen to her like on a normal basis. But like I look back and there's like a few songs in there and I was like kind of embarrassed. But then I look back and I was like, but those songs made me like feel really good like I felt like in a uh like a stronger place or a place that like I like felt good in my body or whatever like not just the not just those songs but a lot of the songs that were on there like put my body in a tempo rhythm place that I needed to be like whether it be a distraction or motivator or whatever it was or I'm in my car and I like need something just whatever it is so I always have that on repeat and so when I was looking for songs for you I like I found um I guess we can talk about this one first uh I found 10% by Kei Trinata and I that album is so good that album in general is so good and uh this that song in particular was like the first song that I heard because um Kaliyuchi's is just I was I was thinking about like what other song and I kept thinking about her and I'm like no girl she she's just like another she's she is a person of color that needs more attention like she has so much attention still but she needs so much more we need that influence like badass sexual proud of herself proud of her body proud of her work um and the things that she stands for like she is a great influence and this song like made my body feel like that tempo I needed to be at Mm -hmm. it was like it kind of lets you like bounce but post um it like holds you through it the whole time and and it's like empowering like part of the lyrics are like like where's my where's my temper like I've been working for you I've been doing my part where's my part 
I've been doing this mm. and holding my end up for you. And for me, I hear like, I've been doing my part, white man. Yeah. I've been doing what you told me to do, what I what I have to do to be conditionally accepted. Where's my end? What do I get here? Yeah. Like, and stand up for yourself. I mean, I don't know if that's all of really what the song is about, but that's what I hear and that's what that's I what feel. You get out of it. Yeah. That's what I get out of it. by saying I woke up it's so good to be me mm-hmm. in the mirror I, lo- I just it's just so like it starts in that like I know I am the shit to me yeah. I don't care about you I don't care what you think I care about what I think yeah and I know what I do and I know that I deserve whatever it is um but I, I mean, I love her for that anyways. And Keishonana just like is the beat master. I just love, oh, I just love it anyways. No, I love it. And I, I was thinking too, like during you were listening to it and you were like how your 2020 playlist was like almost a repeat of your 2019. And like this came out in 2019, <laughs> it looks like. So it's like, I can also see that because we're all like wanting, like we didn't know where the before times went. And so like it connects <laughs> us to that. Like, it is the rhythm that, like, we knew that for, like, Mm. in that time. And so, like, as just, like, how much, like, what is the word I'm trying to look for? Like, how, what is it called when you, like, like like when you enter an environment and you're all, like, confused by everything? Oh, disoriented. Disoriented. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Last year was so, or this time is so we disoriented. Are disoriented we're disoriented and so like if you can have in your ears something that feels like a rhythm that you know like that makes total sure. sense like like I I like fought hard to try to like discover artists this year but yeah like in the darkest times it was like going back to like what I really knew yeah I think yeah I I you know I'm sure I had some conscious thought of this because I have thought like we need to not just listen to the same thing over and over. In my defense, I I do listen to I do listen to music, obviously, but <clears throat> I uh I ha- I actually listen to more podcasts than I do music. I would I, if you were to I don't know if that that, sh- that there's part of the the app that like shows you those things, yeah. but um it 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 is definitely like the majority of the things that I listen to because I I think what to to tie in what you're saying because when I do listen to music it's it like just needs to be familiar like I can't even think about looking at new stuff Mm -hmm. um I haven't processed this completely but it but I think you're onto it that it's like I just need 
I because I feel so discombobulated and disoriented and everything is all upside down having something that I understand and can relate to like keeps a steady path for, for me um and I, I think that's what I was like what I also in in a different way was like looking through my looking to podcasts for because it's current and it's like almost it's it's someone that's there with you where like it's updated like it's current it's um it, it's also still familiar because it's podcasts I was listening to before right. um people talking about shared experiences it makes me feel not as alone so like mm-hmm. I think having like both of those like to 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 bridge that that little bit of of that gap that makes that's, that's starting totally to make sense, sense too yeah um but even talking about like the other song that I that I um I gave to you I had to kind of search for one and it was one that I've just listened to frequently recently but it it's really more like a genre I've been listening to like a ton of lo-fi because it's for lack of better term is easy mm-hmm. it like allows for like before I would use it and I still use it this way but um and I think this is why I, I use it now but beforehand I would use it if I was like like working or doing artwork or doing something that I needed sound but but I but not to have like lyrics or words or something that I needed to pay attention to or something that my brain would focus on that I could yeah. focus completely on what I was doing but also have like a rhythm that was allowing me to like keep to keep going forward um and and so I would use lo-fi just to have it on in the background whatever it just feels good like lo-fi just feels really good mm-hmm. it's it kind of and I, I'm sure that there it's I'm associated with this because I'm sure that there are songs that use that this but it all it feels like music with um like rain beating down on your window you know it's like relaxing um there's like a melodic obviously like some some sort of melodic like movement but there's a comfort and coziness to it mm-hmm. and so it felt very comforting as well and so that's like if I'm cleaning or doing something and I don't choose to have a podcast on which is primarily what I choose because mm-hmm. again it like feels like someone's here with me and I'm not alone listening to shared experiences or just learning <clears throat> um yeah. then it's then it typically is lo-fi uh, because it is that cozy, warm blanket moat, but still, we're still moving. We're still doing something yeah. um, and not just sat on the couch. I think that makes sense for me too. Cause I, I was listening to it when I, yeah, it used to be like to concentrate or like when I'm doing things, but now it's like when I'm cooking or cleaning. And I think it also like the coziness to me is like giving me it's like a score if we're talking about soundtrack of our lives like it's like it's just like a kind of an underlying yeah it's like the rain on the window it's just there it's like present and allows you to be present and not have to like fit anything uh it just lets you be present and like cozy um let's listen to this song just 
listen to Luz by Sleepover. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it comes in with that like jazzy start at the beginning. What were you going to say about <laughs> it? It feels like kind of nostalgic. Yeah. Uh, like when when I was growing up, there was this there was a radio station. Well, there was a radio. The main radio station was KZST, and uh, they played like soft hits by like Michael Bolton. And my mom mm-hmm. had it on like all the time, all the time. Um, and then their sister station was K Jazzy, and they would like on KZST they would play like little like clips from other shows or like some music that they would play, and it's like. I grew up. I grew up in Northern California in a very like white, uh, like wine country. And so, like for the for the white people, they'd play like Kenny G, and it was very Kenny G heavy. Yeah. But then there was like that like very really. Kenny G heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It yeah. was. Oh my gosh! Like Kenny G and Michael Bolton are like staples of music in my brain as a child and I don't choose to have them there I don't choose it it's just like what I remember from KZST and KJazzy but they're but they but they did also like what I what I was always really curious about about KJazzy I don't ever really listen to it but I would like turn it to that station sometimes because some of those clips had this like kind of funky jazzy soulful um, like yeah soulful yeah and i knew i knew that was a black person like i knew it was not fucking white penny g <laughs> yeah, yeah. on his little like clarinet flute flute whatever yeah. <laughs> it's got too much soul to, it's got too much like going on to be Kenny. yeah yeah, yeah. and so the beginning yeah <laughs> i hear what you're saying yeah, yeah the beginning like, of this song has that like funky bit to it i was like yeah. ooh. The other part of the song that I thought was like just really interesting and why I actually really like and think that um, lo-fi music is uh, really creative is that um, there's like the the drum beat at, at like certain points in the song like um, is off by like a tick. It's almost like mm-hmm. dissonant. And um, and when when artists can make dissonance or like that like off beat work, I'm like, it just excites my brain because it's like, you don't have, there's no formula. There is a musical formula, of course. There's a formula to everything to make things efficient and work and whatever. But there, but there are times where we can be creative and like do something off, but perfectly off. Mm-hmm. I, I love being a part of that, um, that, that, that shakeup and to be, to hear and to be able to see and understand how you can be so creative with with something that is, like I said, typically a negative uh, connotation. Yeah. Yeah. This all connects. Like that all connects to even just like activism and like pushing back. Like we're just, (laughs) we're putting it all together. Wow. Um, what do we what do you want me what do you what do we want to point people towards like that they should like look up or like to either support your art or what we should do be doing and empower us to do something <laughs> oh gosh it's like no pressure at all yeah i mean just like that. change the world in the next minute <laughs> <laughs> i feel like what is the most important thing right now is for us all all of us black people white people everyone is to learn like we have so much learning to do um and i think it's 
really important that we take advantage of this time feed those things like feed your art feed your whatever like I, yeah. I, I we need to feed our curiosity to learn right now because we clearly don't know enough we clearly have been just guided and pushed and told what our narrative was and is um to you know complete a different agenda but like we need to we need to understand that that and the world we've been living in so much better if we if we if we actually want things to change if we actually want to be better people or learn more or make space for other people it's so much more to say it's so it, it is very easy to say make space for black women for black people listen to them mm. validate their stories like it's it's one thing to say those things it's another to completely understand what you're saying right. and do it learn because you you don't you have never not and then this isn't intentionally you have never really made space for those voices and it isn't your fault it is it is what we have been told and shown mm -hmm. how to do so we innately myself included i was raised by white people myself included um we don't know how to do it you do not know how to make space for these people for right. us for each other no, um, natural reaction to it isn't it isn't and even the outreach that i'm doing with the houses community in portland like i i'm learning so much about how i i have no idea it's one thing to say we need to help we need to do something we don't know how and the only way to learn is to find the education and seek it out that yeah. is not going to come to you we need to seek out this and i think um i think that's that's where i would direct people is like sit in your discomfort and learn yeah and then if if people have funds where is a place they should put it if you, if you want to name a place or if uh, like or what you're working with or where's a good i what i would i would do is empower and this is this is kind of again let's circle back this is kind of what i was doing with my um uh, my do the right thing uh sticker um was i didn't and this is not to pass off the thing, but I, I didn't want to tell people where to donate. Like, I didn't want to mm. say like, buy this sticker from me. It's this much. I'm going to donate it to X, Y, and Z. Like, I wanted people to do their own research to totally. know what, right. like, yeah. know what's going on in your community that needs help. What, and, and what do you, like, what strikes you? What makes you feel something? And yeah. why did you want to give money to that? Um, I, I wanted to empower people to do that. Cause number one, like I'd make like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars from my stickers and send it to, to one organization that makes a tiny little bit, like it doesn't do right. anything, but what makes a bigger impact is for even just like financially, it was, it would be a bigger impact for me to empower someone to donate because they donate to five to $50 to one place. But if you buy one thing from me, it's a much right. much smaller amount i want to empower you to and it doesn't require me to learn feel. anything and it doesn't yeah. require you to learn anything i've done all the work for you this this black queer femme has done a work for you again oh my god i'm always doing someone's work uh, but yeah i wanted to empower people to like it's true yeah to, to do it themselves to find what they felt passionate the most about and 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 why that's again i'm gonna just make i'm gonna teach you how to teach yourself 
yeah. <laughs> and like find resources. Today's resource, um, learn. <laughs> My thanks again to Ciara Lindsay. Such a great conversation. Follow her at Ciara Lindsay on Instagram. And I just want to wish all of you happy learning out there. See you next time. Love you.